welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow, and I believe we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours and light it up, not only do you light up inside, and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you, allowing other people to feel that amazing too. What a great gift to give, not just to yourself, but to the people around you. Spark to Your Success podcast is designed to bring you a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of insight, and to bring some positivity into your day. So welcome to this episode for young people and, of course, the younger heart. Now, last week, you will have heard an interview with a young person, the interview that I did with Jay Grange, and I had some great feedback about how inspiring you found that interview with Jay. So do go back and listen to it if you didn't get the chance to catch that yet. It was a delight to interview a young person that had made such great changes in his life and was speaking at 19 years old with such a an adult attitude, even though he's only 19 and doing amazing things. Today, well... Have you ever had one of those days, like a really weird day, and you just think, blimey, what else is going to happen today? Now then, it depends on what kind of mindset and attitude you might have as to one of those weird days and all weird stuff that happens, how that day might impact you. Something that Jay Grange said that just reminded me as I was thinking about what I can share with you in this podcast, as he said, you know, there was one teacher one day that said, you know what, you are going to go really far, you're going to do really well. And he said that one comment built me up so much, I was like bulletproof for the rest of the day or even the rest of the week. It didn't matter who said what or who did what. That week, because of that one thing, it's like it all bounced off me. So how resilient are you? Do things bounce off you because you are resilient in your mindset? You have that positivity that you just go with the flow and you can laugh at yourself. Having a sense of humour is a really important thing. Having the art of flexibility that you bend and don't break is also a really amazing thing and having the ability to take it in your stride go with the flow and just look back and laugh is also a really great thing so I want to share a weird day that I had recently with you it began bright and early mm maybe about half past six in the morning. Yeah, in the morning. That was half past six in the morning. There is two half past sixes in the day. <laughs> I know you young people. <laughs> Unless you've been up all night, you don't know that there's one in the morning. So I got up and I got ready and all was going well. It was a really cold morning. Do you know when we had that really cold snap? It was literally minus five degrees. Blimey, we don't usually have such low temperatures in the UK, do we? We are usually middling around zero or minus one or two in the winter, but minus five, that was a bit of a shock. I was heading into the office early because I had a 7.30 a.m. coaching session with one of my clients in Australia. So so it's 10 to seven, quarter to seven. I'm coming out the house. I'm all organised. 
I press the button on my car remote and nothing happens. I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe I didn't press the right button. I press it again, nothing happens. And I thought, maybe I didn't lock my car last night. Let me try locking it. I lock it, sure enough, the lights flash at me. So I press open again, nothing happens. I'm like, oh, that doesn't bode well, does it? So <laughs> I accidentally pressed the open boot button and ping, the boot popped open. I was like, well, that's weird. It's locking my car, it's unlocking the boot, but it's not letting me in. What's going on? So I try a few times because I'm like in a bit of disbelief. Well, this can't be right. It locks and unlocks my boot. It Surely it must unlock my door. No, five minutes later, I was like, mm, that's a bit weird. And I've got to go to work. Time's ticking. I've got to get into the office because I have an appointment at half past seven. It's going to take me at least 15 minutes to get in there. So like, you know, and I like to get myself organized. So we really need for this not to be happening right now. So I think, well, surely the car must unlock with the key. I'll just unlock it with the key. The key will not go into the lock. <laughs> the lock is frozen solid. So I think that's no problem. Like I'm determined I'm not going to be defeated. I'll go and get the de-icer. So I go and get the de-icer. Unfortunately, the de-icer is in the car that I can't get into. Darn it, foiled again. Okay, great. So I pour a little bit of warm water over the lock. I can get the key in, but it will not turn. And at this point, I'm like, well, I'm not going to force the lock because the last thing I need is a broken key. And then I can't get in my car at all. I do have a spare key, but the spare key happens to be with my friend. <laughs> and my friend is in Coventry and I'm in Stoke-on-Trent. So that's not an option either. So then I'm thinking, gosh, it's five past seven. I have to go. I cannot still be here. I have to leave my house. So what do you do? You improvise, right? Creative solutions. You're determined you're going to get there. How are you going to get in the car? Well, the boot opens. <laughs> so I pop the boot back open. I slide in headfirst <laughs> through the boot. Now, I have a sports car and it's very narrow at the back. So my only option was to slide in headfirst, feet last into the back seat, laughing to myself because must have looked hilarious if any of the neighbours had seen me. I kind of half wish they caught it on CCTV because I would have laughed at that video, just seeing me going in head first, feet last, sliding into the back of the car, trying to upright myself in the back seat and then scramble into the front seat and then hope I didn't set the alarm off in doing that. My neighbours would not have thanked me for that at seven o'clock in the morning. And then I try the door from the inside. It's still locked, still cannot. So I'm hoping at this point, hope beyond hope, that if I turn the key in the ignition, it might unlock the door. So I take a deep breath. I turn the key in the ignition. Yes, yes, it is. You turn the key in the ignition. It's the spark to your success, right? The spark to your success actually worked in this case. Hoorah. We love ignition for more than one reason, right? And I can open the door. It means I can get out the car, put my bags in, close the boot, lock the front 
door. Oh, to lock the front door, I need to take my keys out of the ignition. So I have to take my keys out of the ignition, make sure I don't shut the door behind me and lock it accidentally again. While I lock the front door, get back in, off I go to work. Get stuck at the roadworks. I'm like, really? Really? The roadworks seem to be taking twice as long. Now it's a four-way roadworks, right? Of course it is on a morning like that. Of course it's a four-way roadworks. That's going to be at least a bare minimum five minutes sitting in the light. So I sit in the lights for five minutes. It moves, but not enough before it goes red again. And I'm sitting there for another 10 minutes, at which point I absolutely know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I ain't going to get to the office in time for my 7.30 coaching call. So I get to the office, I'm five minutes late. I have a wonderful call with this lady over in Australia. I think, great, we're all good. But the thing is, in my hurry to get from the car to the office, I close the door, I lock it with the key fob, and I cannot unlock my car again. (laughs) So now I'm thinking, oh no. I really don't want to get back into my car headfirst through the boot in the daylight on a public car park, right? (laughs) That's just above and beyond making these things work. And I do need to leave in the daylight because I have a meeting that I need to get to by, I think it was one o'clock in the afternoon. So that's like a lunchtime meeting. So I finished my coaching call. I think, well, I've got training at nine. I've got like 15 minutes to try and find a way to get back in my car without having to slide into the boot. So I go out. It's not unlocking. It wasn't a fluke. It still is not unlocking. I think, well, if the lock is frozen, it's a little bit warmer now. It's not minus five, it's minus two. Maybe some warm water on the lock will do the trick. So I go back into the office and fetch my warm water. I pour it over the lock. Yes, hurrah. My key goes in and it turns. I'm doing a little happy dance at this point. Yes, I did actually do a little happy dance. <laughs> I opened the car door. I set the alarm off. <laughs> like, gee whiz, really? Oh, couldn't get my key into the ignition because I'm panicking. Just turn the alarm off. It's getting louder and louder. I finally take a breath, turn it off. It's done. I come out, I shut the door, I lock it with my key. Not going to set the alarm off again. I think, okay, great. We're back on track, back on track with the day. So I come back to the office, I put the kettle on, (coughs) make a cup of coffee. I'm ready for my training. I'm set up, I'm ready. I'm all ready for this training at nine o'clock. 10 past nine, I've got nobody on my training call. I'm like, what is happening? Why is there nobody here? Maybe it was 9.30. So I double checked my bookings. No, it was definitely nine o'clock. Well, that's weird for everybody to be 10 minutes late. That doesn't usually happen. There are lots of people coming on the call. What is going on? So I think, well, I've checked the book in. There's definitely a book in. I've checked my diary. I've got the right link. I'll just give them a call. So I ring their head office. I ring the training department and say, Hi, it's TJ here. I'm just checking. I've got you in at a nine o'clock training session and nobody's here. And it's like quarter past nine now. And that's like really weird. Did I get the time wrong? They say, TJ, we haven't got you in for training today. I was like, what? I've checked the book in. You're definitely in my, oh, you're in my diary. 
should have been next month. <laughs> it was a whole month ahead of myself. Darn it, diary misfunction. What the heck is going on with my day? I laugh and I'm like, okay, we're going to have one of those days. Okay, I got you. It didn't just begin and it's over. It's just begun. So I hang up the phone. I pol- I'm so sorry. Yeah, me, diary malfunction. I apologise. Okay, great. That means then now I've got another four hours that I didn't know I'd got. Well, that's got to be a good thing, hasn't it? Got to be a good thing. I can catch up on like so much work in that four hours. I'm buzzing. I'm buzzing. But it did mean I got four hours to drink more water and probably a bit more coffee as well which meant that I needed to run to the loo a lot. Now, somewhere between me sorting my car out and having a diary misfunction, I somehow became electrified. (laughs) What do I mean by that? Oh my gosh, for the whole of the rest of the day, everything I touched gave me an electric shock. I touched the computer, I touched the desk, it gives me electric shock. I put the kettle on, I get an electric shock. I open the door to go to the loo, I get an electric shock. Like, you know, when you touch something and you hear the static crack, it was happening all day long. I got to the point where (laughs) I didn't dare touch anything. You know, they kind of like hover and hesitate before you dare put your hand on something. And lo and behold, it still would give me an electric shock. It was the craziest thing and recounting all this to the uh, girls on reception, they think it's hilarious and wonder what's going to happen next. I'm like, no, no, I'm done. There's nothing going to happen that happened next. Well, you shouldn't say that, should you? <laughs> the universe thought, that's what you think. So I'm ready for my meeting at lunchtime. I know I can get in and out of my car. Hurrah, I just have to remember not to lock it with the key fob, just in case I can't unlock it. Off I go for my meeting. I message the lady in advance. I'm on my way. Apologies if I'm a few minutes late. We've got these terrible roadworks at the end of the road. I am on my way. And so I will be be with you shortly. I'm driving. I don't check my messages. I'm driving, right? I don't do that. I get to the offices and they look all locked up. I'm like, that's a bit weird. Maybe it's just because most people are working from home. And I ring the office doorbell and there's no answer. And I think, "Hmm, that's a bit odd. And I knock on the office door and there's just no sign of life whatsoever. And I think that's really weird. So I pick up my phone and check my messages (laughs) to find that. Oh, my gosh, TJ, I am so sorry. For some reason, I didn't put our meeting in the diary. And uh, my husband has had a breakdown with one of his vehicles at work and I need to go to Cannet to go and fetch him. I'm so sorry. I'm in, I'm in stone. I'm nowhere near. I forgot all about it. I'm so sorry. Can we rearrange? I just laughed. <laughs> what? What? This is ridiculous. So I get in my car with a smile on my face and a little chuckle to myself, head back to the office and continue the day giving myself electric shocks. Have you ever had a weird day like that? Now, had it been a day where I could have chosen to let it get to me, I could have been like, oh my God, now what's going to happen next? I could have been really negative Nelly, right? That could have happened. 
but I chose to find it amusing. I chose to be curious about, I wonder what's going to happen next. I would like, just carry, bring it on. I'm ready because I'm resilient and I'm just going to go with the flow. The universe has a sense of humor. I'm going to have one too. When you feel on top of the world, regardless of your conditions, then you get to enjoy the day no matter what. And it was a really great lesson in being able to do that, managing those 60,000 thoughts a day, to see the humour in it, to laugh at myself, to laugh at what was going on. But I was actually glad when it was bedtime. (laughs) I could reset and reset the day and just put it behind me and go, do you know what? I'm so grateful that I know all of these things to be able to manage the way that I feel. Did I have a bad day? I didn't have a bad day. I just had an interesting day. It was just a bit of a weird day. I don't know whether Mars was in retrograde or there was something happening in the stars, but the next day, gosh, we were back to normal. Hoorah, back to normal. The car still doesn't open on the fob. I do need to go and get it checked at the garage, but I am remembering now to lock it with the key and not the fob. So if some days you think, gosh, what else could go wrong? I'm having a bad day. Remember my weird day. Think of me sliding in the back of the car head first. (laughs) I just think it's brilliant. And some days, you know, I'm having a great day and weird things happen. Wonderful coincidences, if you believe in such a thing. I was listening to a podcast one day and the podcaster was telling the most brilliant story about some trees and assumptions about consequences of cutting down trees. I won't go into the whole story, but you know what? It was the perfect story for me to tell to the next coaching client that I had. And I thought, thank you, universe. You delivered that just in perfect timing, perfect timing. And, you know, I'm needing to deliver some training and competency assessing, and I need to do it in a really interactive way remotely. And I'm pondering, how am I going to do that on a platform that won't deliver what I want it to deliver? And a friend of mine calls me and said, TJ, I found this thing. I think you really like it. It's called Nearpod. And they're raving about it because it's making class- virtual classrooms really interactive. I was like, that was perfect timing. Thank you for being one of my cooperative components in finding answers to what I needed. It was delivered immediately. So perfect timings, perfect timings. And they're just little weird things that I find sometimes that make me smile that I can pass on and make other people smile too. I know I was scrolling through Facebook and I come across this post, look it up, Google this, Google this. A man who is 107 years old, bless his little cottons, is knitting That's amazing in itself, right? But not just as he knitting. He's knitting tiny jumpers for injured penguins to be able to wear. Don't you think that is the coolest thing? And there was a picture of a little line of actual penguins in these little cute knitted jumpers. Made my day, made me smile. What a weird thing to come across. What a weird thing to do, but a wonderful thing to do. And I got to share it and it made other people smile too. So what's the message of this podcast episode? 
you never know what's coming up in a day. So approach it with curiosity, approach it with bounce back ability, approach it with an attitude of no matter what today brings, I choose to make it an amazing day. How brilliant to set your day up like that. I promise you'll have a much more astounding and wonderful day than you thought possible when you just make it unconditional that you are happy no matter what. Outside things are not going to phase you. Yes, got it. So you have been listening to me, TJ Dow, on this The Spark to Your Success podcast. I am wishing you a weird week in the most wonderful way. (laughs) Bye for now. (laughs) 